host, Song King. That's song like you sing and king like a king and queen. I'm so excited about today's guest. She is one of my oldest friends and she was one of my bridesmaids. We've been friends ever since we bonded in the second grade at Six Flags because we were the only two kids not tall enough to ride the roller coasters. Welcome, Angie, to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. This is so exciting. I'm excited to have you here. Um, I feel like this is actually the first time we're talking since my wedding. Yeah, I think so. I think I talked to you a little bit while you were on your honeymoon, but that's true. Much, yeah. That's true. I feel like um, the weird thing about honeymoons is people try not to like reach out to you or talk to you at all. Um, I feel like everyone's like worried about bothering you. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. I think there's a stigma around that. That's for sure. Yeah. I think for me, I was like, no, talk to me. I'm here for five weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know if you're here. Exactly. Um, but Speaking of the wedding, so I do have to tell you, you were like really an MVP or MVB maybe for me, um, oh. not just the wedding weekend, but leading up to, uh, I know that when we were getting ready, you were the one steaming all the bridesmaids dresses. I definitely saw that in all the photos looking back. So really thank you there. Um, and what a lot of people, like even people in the wedding probably don't know is that you actually found the ties that Adam and his groomsmen wore. Yeah, I saw them and I just thought this was perfect for the colors were there, the vibe mm-hmm. was there. Yeah. It was cool. And you even managed to get all of the boys that we went to high school with to match at the reception, which I kind of mentioned to you that I wanted, but it wasn't like a huge deal. How did you kind of wrangle them all together? You know, they were kind of, you know, should we match? Should we not match? And I said, I think you absolutely should. They were worried about thinking that people would think that they're part of the uh the groom's party because they were mm-hmm. all wearing navy blue and I said yeah. don't worry about it you know you guys earn that right in itself because of how of our friendship and you know our history together and so I said song really wants this I think she, yes. it would make her very happy if you did it and they all did <laughs> they all pulled through and they got navy blue suits and mm-hmm. the same tie bow tie um it was very cute they were they were happy to do it for you I, it made me so happy to see it because, um, it was almost like I had my own set of groomsmen <laughs> and you yeah. can tell because they didn't wear the same color suit since Adam's groomsmen wore green, um, and they were in Navy. So you can tell it's different, but it's yeah. funny that you actually mentioned that about how some of them were worried, like, Oh, is it weird if we match if we're not part of the, you know, bridal party or the wedding party? Um, I went to a wedding recently where I told some people like, oh, one of my friends and I are going to match where we were just wedding guests and Mm -hmm. uh, we had the same dress in different colors and people were like, you're going to match at someone else's wedding. Like they're not the same color. Right. I think there's so much stigma around. I don't know, like what people wear to weddings. Everyone's always like so concerned. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, just if you let your guests be themselves, that's really that's what creates that environment, you know, mm-hmm. that it's just, it's who they are and it's who your friends are. And so yeah. I, yeah. I love it. I'm all for it. 
Yeah. I mean, everyone knew who the bride and groom were. If they didn't, yeah. they shouldn't have been at the wedding. <laughs> so like, <laughs> I always think it's so ridiculous when people are like, oh, well, I wouldn't want to upstage the bride. It's like, honey, yeah. you can't upstage me. You, you won't. <laughs> you never will. <laughs> um, okay. So enough about me. I want to talk about your wedding. <laughs> So I wasn't actually at your wedding because you and Eric um, got engaged before the pandemic and then you Mm -hmm. decided to kind of just elope during the quarantine. Can you tell me and the audience about it? Yeah. So our wedding was December 2020. We got engaged January 2020 and that's just before the pandemic hit. And so... I know that I'm privileged to be able to say this, but our twenty our year in 2020 was amazing. We moved in together and we had been together eight year or seven years at that point. And so that's a long time. You know, yeah. we were ready to take the next step. We were ready to move in together. We were, you know, so we took the pandemic, we moved in together, we created a, our first home together in our little apartment in Irvine. And he had graduated law school. And, you know, all of this good stuff was just happening for us. Mm -hmm. And so I was just like, you know what? I think 2020 is it. Like, let's just get married. Let's just do this thing. And it on a perfect note. Exactly. And there was no telling when the pandemic would end. We'd always known that we wanted a small wedding. Mm -hmm. Not this small, but, you know, (laughs) on the smaller side, more intimate. (laughs) Just, that's just because who we, that's who we are. Yeah. Um. You know, when we have dinner parties, it's groups of six mm-hmm. or seven. It's you know we don't throw extravagant large events. Yes. And so I did know that I wanted my nearest and dearest. Mm-hmm. Um. And because of pandemic, it was dwindled down to we had ten people total there, yeah. including the photographer. <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty much the people you lived with, essentially, right? And like yeah. immediate family. It was the people I lived with, my mom, uh, my sister, her boyfriend, my friend Carly, who I spent all of quarantine with. Yes, and she, she married you. Um, she married us, yes. Um, and this was before she was had passed the bar. So being an attorney, you can be uh, efficient. But Oh, really? I never knew that. Yeah, being an attorney automatically allows you to become an officiant. But because she wasn't, we had to get her online, you know, (laughs) licensed to marry. (laughs) And yeah, I mean, it it happened really quickly. Mm -hmm. We've always known we wanted to get married in 2020. Yeah. And so beginning of December, I go to Eric and I say, look, you've already taken the bar. We had our come down from that because studying for the bar was all it was all consuming. Right. Um, and so there was no thinking about what comes next. Yeah. You know, it was just past the bar. <laughs> yeah. So you said it happened really fast, like about from when, you know, you had this conversation to when you actually got married, how much time passed? It was December 1st. And I said, this is the last month of 2020. So if we're going to do this, we got to do it now. <laughs> so you made it happen in so like... I gave myself two, it was like three to four weeks about. Okay. Okay. Well, that's yeah. very, very quick. How did you kind of like, in that amount of time decide like, okay, this is, this is what it's going to be. These are going to be the decorations. Where did you even start? We started with the space. Mm-hmm. We said, okay, we're going to do in the apartment just because of how it, it's our first home together. It means so much. We loved our apartment. 
there were aspects of the apartment that weren't visually appealing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we took curtains from Ikea, we hung string lights and just made it kind of this cute, intimate space. Um, We took out the couch, we took out the TV, anything that was visually unappealing, we took out of the space. So we basically had a white box with twinkly lights and we hung curtains. I got all my plants involved. Yes. at the time, we, we DIY'd like paper bag snowflakes. And so that was our backdrop. Yes, I loved those snowflakes. Can you actually um, explain how you even made them? Did you see that on Pinterest? Did you already like, know how to make these? No, I saw it on Instagram and it was it had just started to become a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you just glue paper bags together and make snowflakes. And basically, if you remember how to make snowflakes, you know, back in elementary school, it yeah. was the same thing. And if you do it with a paper bag, it became 3D. Oh and so, gosh. yeah. So Veronica actually came over two weeks before and helped me make all of those. Veronica is one of our other friends who was also a COVID bride. <laughs> yes. So she and her husband, Chris, uh, came over and they helped us hang the curtains. They helped us make the snowflakes. So we strung them from the ceiling and so they looked like they were floating. We just kind of created this ambiance, you know, in our in our tiny little apartment. Yeah, I loved it. Um, I've seen, you know, some of the pictures and the video that you guys made, uh, which was really cool to just like that you did share that for, um, you know, all the people that couldn't be there to celebrate with you. I think it was just really pretty. It felt very um, on brand, Dara, I say. <laughs> just like the really neutral palette. Um, I love how you had Charlie, your very cute, fluffy Pomeranian involved. Uh, was, was Charlie like the ring bearer? She was the ring bearer, and we we put the uh, ring on her collar. So we constructed for her the ring box to be able to sit on her collar. And so when it came mm-hmm. time to do the rings, we we got down on the floor with her and we opened it up and we took our time because it was only ten of us. And so mm-hmm. Jazzy, our photographer. Um, was able to capture really cute moments of that. And yeah, yeah, she was involved very much. So Um, it was, yeah, it was just so it was very intimate, Mm -hmm. um, which was great. So well, I love how, um, how many like small little details there were um, with your special day. I know you mentioned that Eric always wanted to like emcee his own wedding. What does that, what does that even mean? What does that entail? You know, Eric, he, (laughs) to understand this, I need to explain his level of detail orientation. Yes, please. He's the type of person that gets his dopamine hit on planning and execution and logistics, (laughs) like planning a trip or an event is more satisfying to him than the actual trip itself. (laughs) So many people listening right now are very jealous that you have Eric. (laughs) (laughs) He's great. I love him. (laughs) And so being that way, he's always wanted to emcee his own wedding. He's always said it. When I have a wedding, I'm going to emcee it myself. And me thinking I'm going to have a 50 plus party wedding, I say, Eric, I don't think that's really possible. I think we should... (laughs) you know, maybe give this job to somebody else that's not yeah. getting married that day. Yeah, yeah. And because it was so intimate, mm-hmm. um, you know, 
he was able to do it. And it there was not much needed to be said, but you know, we ended the wedding and he would say, Okay guys, well we're gonna have dinner now. And it was just <laughs> you know. Okay, so that's what you mean by MC. Yeah. <laughs> like told people where to go after the ceremony. Basically. And we you know, the photography part, um, basically after the ceremony was done, we did our little happy dance and we had our own little moment after the after we actually got married and that was kind of our first dance. And so after that is when the logistics started happening. So he being the planner that he is, <laughs> he had a full list of the photos and video sequences we wanted to record and take. Oh my god, what an MVP. Yeah. Well, I guess for himself, but <laughs> Yeah. So he had the it was dad and Eric, dad, Eric and Angie, mom, Angie, my sister. And so we just went down that list and took photos and we took video shots um, of, you know, different angles of the same scene, Mm -hmm. I would say. So uh, a part of that was due to the fact that we wanted to share this wedding with other Mm -hmm. people. We didn't want to do a Zoom wedding just because we wanted to be able to focus on the now and focus on the people that were there with us. Be present. Exactly. And having something on Zoom, you know, we would be like, oh, is the Zoom working? Is the thing Mm -hmm. working? I didn't want to think about that really during this moment. Yeah. I want it to be just just me and Eric and that's all that mattered Mm -hmm. um, in the moment. So doing that, we were able to capture video of me walking down the aisle with my mom, you know, and like get a back shot of that, get a front shot of that. And from there, we were able to piece together our wedding video, which we shared with everyone. Thank you for telling me that because I was thinking how – I did notice there were like different angles of things and like all these little moments. Um, I saw the little first dance that you did and walking down the Mm -hmm. aisle with your mom, like you said. Um, But that's so cool. So it's almost like because you had such a small, intimate wedding and like you you kind of like were able to spend a little bit more time like focusing on some of those details, like photos and videos and like, you know, just like all the stuff that you share later. Exactly. And that's really the stuff that lasts from your wedding, you know? Mm-hmm. That's the stuff you look at 10 years later. Yeah. And that's the stuff that you kind of remember. Totally. Do you have any like outtakes or clips and pictures that you haven't shared yet that you're like saving just for yourself or maybe like a follow-up video? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Maybe a follow up video. Not sure. But absolutely. We have so much it was we had so much content, you know, even recording the all the vows like I love I didn't put in the whole entire vow from both sides in the video. It was short, sweet, got to the point. Mm -hmm. Um, So I have that for myself. Yeah. um, To watch over. Um, just because in the moment, you know, you don't remember that totally. all everything that he said. Yeah. And so, 
yeah, I definitely have some clips. Nice. Um, so speaking of like follow up things, now that you know things are starting to open up a little bit, your two year anniversary is coming up pretty soon. Do you think you'll ever throw like another big reception with more people? Um, I know you kind of talked about that before, but how do you feel now that time has passed? Now that time has passed. So one of the things that we told ourselves while planning this wedding was okay, well, we're big photo people. We love landscape photos. We love nature. And so we thought, okay, if we do this in the apartment, maybe we can get those grand wedding photos and go to Joshua Tree for a weekend, bring our photographer, get Mm -hmm. all dressed up, do the thing, bring the flowers and take Joshua Tree photos. We can go to Zion and take Zion photos because we love camping. So all of our favorite um, locations we could go to dress up and get those pictures, you know? And, but then as soon as I got the photos back from the photographer and as soon as the day was over, I was just like, that was the most Mm -hmm. magical thing. I don't feel the need to go out there and take wedding photos. Yes, I was just like, this is the most perfect thing I could have ever dreamed of. Um, It was Mm -hmm. so intimate. It was so us that I didn't feel the need to, to go out there and take those extra pictures and and things. So follow up though, um, I do want to have a larger uh, celebration um, just because we we mm-hmm. love our friends. We are, and so we, we just <laughs> want that feeling of everyone's there and everyone's celebrating you. And um, yes, I just, you, even with 10 people, I just felt so loved, you know? Yeah. And I mean, and I can't imagine with everyone else and I want to be able to celebrate with everyone else. So we are thinking of maybe doing something in Bali or Bali. something, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think that'd be really fun, especially because we're Indonesian. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think that totally makes sense. And yeah, have our friends all fly out to Bali and we can maybe do like a five-year or a yeah. 10-year yeah. kind of party, you know. Well, selfishly, I hope you do because I want to <laughs> yep. attend that. Like, I mean, I want to attend your wedding wherever it is, but especially if it's in Bali. <laughs> Yeah. So maybe like a vow renewal or something. Mm-hmm. That would be very sweet to do. That would be really cool. Uh, speaking of like being Indonesian, were there any kind of like Indonesian kind of like traditions that you had in your wedding? Um, I know you wore the bracelet that your grandma wore when she got married. Mm-hmm. So my great grandma wore this gold and pearl bracelet. It was beautiful. It was the gold is shaped in a flower and then the pearl is the middle and she wore that at her wedding my grandma wore it at her wedding and my mom wore it at her wedding so it's a very it's a generational bracelet mm-hmm. um other than that not really um we did have uh my mom made some indonesian snacks and things like that but we didn't really do anything heavy you know in that sense of the culture yeah well it looked like a beautiful wedding and it's like, I can just see on your face, like even just talking about it makes you so happy and you're smiling. Um, on the day of the wedding, did you cry at all? I think I cried in the, like in the morning. Yeah. It was just like, oh my gosh, this, today is the day this is happening. You know, it's like <laughs> this is finally happening after seven, eight years, mm-hmm. you know, um other than that though the rest of the day was just so happy I think everyone was just happy and 
you know, yeah. we were so chill. It was, we had the wedding, I think at 5 p.m. And it was two o'clock and everyone was just, mm-hmm. do we start getting ready now? Should we, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it time to get dressed? It's like the opposite of how like most weddings are. This is the most chill wedding I've ever heard. Oh yeah. And Carly made the cake. Carly and I made our, the cake at home on the day of. Um, we decorated it with Trader Joe's flowers. And so it was confetti cake, our favorite, Yum. Eric's favorite. Um, Who doesn't love confetti cake? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was great. I know. And so Carly and I spent the afternoon making the wedding cake and we made it really pretty tiered. Um, so we just, you know, spent the day just yeah. hanging out and being together. Um, and then finally, like three o'clock hit and I was like, maybe it's time to get ready now. Maybe I can, you know, start curling my hair and <laughs> maybe I should shower. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was really just very, very chill, very yeah, relaxed, talking about it. I, I, you know, it brings up all those memories of what happened. And, totally. Oh, yeah. It makes me so happy. <laughs> um, well, it all looked awesome, really beautiful. And I'm not surprised at all, considering like all of the stuff that you did for like our wedding that like really <laughs> just were some of my favorite details. I didn't talk about this on the first episode, but the invites that you made for, or like the save the date, since I didn't actually do real invites, um, were so cute. And I loved how you made it. So I basically gave you the instruction that I wanted it to look like Vogue. And I didn't really understand what that even meant. And you sent me back something. I was like, yes, this this is exactly is it. Do you feel like you've always had like a good eye for just creative things like that? Do you think some of it has to do with, you know, your experience doing interior design um, or just being an artist? Definitely. I've always been a creative. I've always made my own things. I remember in high school, I made your crown that you wanted for your 16th birthday. Yes. (laughs) Oh my God. I could just go off like the number of times, like my 16th birthday, you made a crown in those like Big banners in the high school, 18th birthday, surprise party where you got everyone to dress up in black and yellow because we were obsessed (laughs) with that song. (laughs) And then, um, I don't know, like, oh, and then like Songchella, which like was my big birthday Coachella bash. You and like one of our other friends built this huge, I don't know, how big was that backdrop that you built it was like it was eight feet by eight feet wide of plywood yeah yeah and painted with Mm -hmm. laser cut letters like I don't know Angie if you haven't ever thought of starting some type of party supply event planning kind of business I think you really have a future in it (laughs) um I feel like a lot of people listening might want to uh, hire your services for their weddings (laughs) thank you thank you please contact me via song (laughs) yes yes they can look at my wedding and basically be like yes I want that um so you did do so many DIY things like we talked about the snowflakes and just the uh lights and everything do you have any tips for people who uh, do want to DIY things for their wedding, but just don't really know where to start? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if if you have a gift and it comes naturally to you, I would say 
go for it, do it. It it does make it uniquely you, you know. Don't worry about it、mm-hmm. looking bad or looking off or you know not the same、yeah. because you made it yourself and it's your own、yeah. personal touch on your wedding. And so nothing has to be perfect. When we were making the snowflakes, even I was like, "Oh gosh, this is looking weird." But in pictures, like <laughs> you don't see those little details that make it,、yeah. you know, that you see when you're making it.、Um, yes. Yeah. Have fun with it. I would say. That's great advice.、Um, <laughs> you kind of mentioned, like you know, some things that don't really look as nice as you want, but no one can really tell. Were there other details that that you did work on that maybe people didn't really notice, or but you loved? <laughs> um, the first thing that comes to my mind was our wedding cake. We ran out of flowers, so we only did the front <gasps> of the cake, and the back of the cake was just flowerless. It didn't have any flowers. <laughs> We had gotten the flowers. Oh my gosh! We had gotten the flowers from Trader Joe's in the morning, and we we got all the baby's breath we could get. Um, and、mm-hmm. so that was kind of you know the simplicity. That was the kind of flower we were using. That was the flower that my sister made my flower crown. Flower crown, yes. With, mm-hmm. And so that's the flowers we used. And so we bought everything from Trader Joe's as much as we can, but we ran out. And so we we're just like, okay, just make the front look good for the photos, and then the back was just it didn't have anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do you have any photos of the back of the cake though? I want to see this. <laughs> oh my gosh, I think I do. I can dig some up. I can dig some up. Yeah. <laughs> okay.、So、cool. And then the bouquet. You had like a huge bouquet, and it was beautiful. Did you make that as well? I did not. So the bouquet, the flowers, and Eric's.、Um, what's it called? The boutonniere, boost, boutonniere. I was gonna say a bustier. That's definitely wrong. <laughs> I think it's called a boutonniere. I think so.、Sure. But Eric's thing that those were the two pieces that I had、uh, bought and spent money on because I knew that I wanted nice flowers and I I I know where my skill level is at and it's not there. So. <laughs> <laughs> So I had a, I left that one up to the professional, and we just Eric had picked it up day of, and they looked beautiful. I knew I knew I wanted big, beautiful flowers, and so I that one I I bought. <laughs> Eric is really such an MVP. Oh my gosh, in life, I've known you two like as like a couple for I don't know like ten years or something now, and he's always been so supportive.、Um, What was kind of like the process like planning it with him? Since I know, kind of like the stereotype is like brides tend to do all the planning, but it kind of sounds like Eric was the type A bride this time. So during this time, I have to say that Eric was in the middle of one finding a job, but he was also in a sort of a fellowship type program, so he was working. He wasn't home. All the time, I was more home, working from home, and I had more time. And so, <laughs> when I put up these curtains at first, I had put the string lights in front of the curtain.、Mm-hmm. And Eric comes home one day. I finally get it up there, and I worked so hard. I get up there, and Eric comes home and says, "I hate this. <laughs> this looks like an Ohio dorm room." And I was like, "An Ohio dorm room? Yeah." <laughs> It just, I guess, it looked, it looked, it looked DIY in the、yeah. not great way. 
Yes. And yes. so, and Eric does this a lot, even with my designs. Whenever I put something like together, he he does have an eye as well, and he can pinpoint. And he, every person needs a second eye or a third yeah. eye if you can get one. Yeah. And so he looks at it and he goes, oh, I don't like it. But the thing about Eric is he'll say he doesn't like it and he won't give you a solution. <sighs> so here Carly and I are left a week, you know, away from the wedding. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what do we do? And so I had just happened to be outside of my apartment at night. And I mm-hmm. saw the, from the outside, it looked beautiful. The twinkly lights on the, were on the other side of the curtain. So that's what I did. I ended up switching it. I put the twinkly lights on the other side of the curtain. So it was a lot more diffused and glowy and twinkly as opposed to like, here are some string lights. Yeah. Yeah. That is such a good tip because I definitely agree with Eric. It looks kind of tacky when you just have the string lights because you can see each individual like light and the string that it's on. But behind the curtain, like you said, it's diffused. Um, It's more just like a glowing backdrop behind you. Exactly. I'm always thankful of his opinion. I'm always thankful Mm -hmm. of it. Well, good job, Eric. I'm actually surprised earlier you were saying both of you have always wanted a small wedding because I know that you've always wanted like a smaller, more intimate wedding, but I always thought that Eric wanted like a really big extravagant bash. That's not true. He did. <laughs> he did want a large wedding. Okay. Okay. He did want a large wedding. How did that conversation go? He said, oh, I'm fine with a small wedding. And then we put together a list and he had like 80 people on there. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, okay, well, while this is small for in comparison, you know, it's still quite large. I have maybe 30 yeah. on my list. Yeah. And this was very early <laughs> on, like when we just got engaged, we're like, oh, if we get married, who would we invite, you mm-hmm. know, come up with our preliminary list. Yeah. Uh, but he did want a larger wedding. Um, yeah. And that was, I mean, it was part of it. But I think, like I said, once it came to December, we were both just ready to be married. We were ready to be together. Um Yeah. After eight years, you kind of, you're, you know, and you're ready. <laughs> yeah, you're like, we've kind of already been married. Um, yeah. Let's just make this freaking official and just do the thing. Yeah, we spent every day together during our, um, you know, while we were dating, we spent every yeah. day together. So it already felt like we were married. We just wanted to make it official. And so, I mean, he ended up loving it too. And I, I asked him after the fact too, like, do you you still want a large wedding he's like no I'm good I'm happy (laughs) well I mean I really do think and I know I've already said this a couple of times but I think your wedding was so perfect for you two like the aesthetic the vibes and like the fact that you had Charlie and that you got really cute photos because that is something that um you two are kind of known for is like always having really cute photos on your trips and everything (laughs) um so I'm glad that you know your day ended up like I feel like it wasn't what you planned at all initially, like what you thought you would do or what you thought you wanted when you got engaged. Um, But it really sounds like it ended up just being exactly what you wanted. Yeah. And I think that's really it, right? As long as your focus and your um, intention is the other person, 
I think like mm-hmm. nothing can go wrong. <laughs> yeah. In the end, it's about like the two of you getting married and exactly. It really is just down to the basics. It's you, Eric and I were the only people that needed to be there. Yeah. You know, everything else was just a plus at that point. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, when when your focus is the other person, I think it's always going to be I mean, for us, it's always going to be blissful yeah. and, and just fun. Oh, well, I think the wedding gods really like smile down on the two of you. Um, and I'm really glad that you were able to kind of share some of that with me and the audience. Uh, so that is all the time we have for today. Thank you, Angie, again, for taking the time to chat with me. Um, maybe we'll have you on again if you end up having that big party in Bali. Love it. <laughs> Any last advice for the audience? Um, yeah, I think as long as you just love your person and, you know, everything's going to be okay. It might be stressful might not be stressful but it's your day make it make it your day yeah could not have said it better (laughs) myself well audience don't forget to follow and rate this five stars on whatever platform you're listening to this to (laughs) that's it that was angie i'm song and this is on brand brides i will talk to you all soon k love you bye